Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to You, you Me, Buscemi, the greatest show ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is episode three. Today we're going to be watching Ghost World. Mm -hmm. It's very it's supernatural. Um, and yeah, how it works is we pick a movie that Steve Buscemi is in that we've never seen. And then we guess everything that will happen in the movie and what Steve's role will be. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to watch the film. Uh, we're going to pause the podcast, watch the film, and come back and see how close we got. It's going to be great. Episode three, Ghost World. Let's do it, baby. All right, here we are. How's... <laughs> What's going on, Chris? <laughs> Way to make it feel so. <laughs> I just unnatural. like to loosen things up, right? Just start, hit the ground running. Yeah, I went home. This oh. Past weekend. Saw the old fam, old town. You know, it's crazy. You know, when you grow up, the town is like you're so small, and the town feels so big, and then. You come back and you've grown and everything just, just feels so tiny and you're just like, wow, I've really outgrown this place. Everyone here is so fucking stupid and dumb. Look at all these morons. Haven't left town. Here I am. On top of the mountain. So that's kind of what it was like to be home. Um, well, that's really cool. Yeah. I'm glad that you felt that way. Yeah, where I'm from, uh, when, I, when, <laughs> when I walk around my town, you know, I'll go on these walks. I'll think meditate and went away uh -huh. and you know i'll walk for a couple of minutes and i look over my shoulder a crowd has formed really they're all following me cheering me on go chris go oh my god like kind of like a parade just for me and all i have to do is just walk that's very special so that was my weekend a series of parades celebrations feasts. right that's cool for you um how's your weekend what'd you do <laughs> my, my parents came to me Hmm. Um, so I mean, you so, can figure out where where they stand says on a that. Lot. Uh, says a lot. Yeah, saw my dog. Uh, she was very uninterested. Classic her. And what's uh, her name? Maggie. Hmm. Maggie Walk Fine. I'll allow it. Her middle name is what she loves. <laughs> walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I brushed past that. <laughs> Lena Walk Fine. Chris Hoagie Elio. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any issue. That's so. Sh well, you you named her that when she was born, when you got her. Yeah. So you didn't know if she liked walks or not. Been, so it was really good tell it very was early on. She wouldn't stop. She just wouldn't stop walking, even when we were like Maggie. Okay, like it's time to go time to bed. Don't move a muscle. <laughs> Sit down. Stop. Stop it. Yeah. She just kept. She just kept on going. We had to get her her own treadmill. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And so do you bring the treadmill? Do you travel with the treadmill? Does it come, you know, your parents brought the treadmill down here? No, you know, as she's gotten older, she's 13, but her groomer says that she has the bone structure of a six-year-old. So, you know, all that walking really paid off. Um, yeah, she's, you know, as she's grown up, she's figured out how to use her abilities um, naturally. She doesn't like relying on machines um so yeah she's very intelligent it really is just her walking around in a circle all the time 
That's so cool. Yeah, it's a nightmare in the car. She throws up everywhere. That's me too. Oh. <laughs> I can't go a mile without vomiting. <laughs> oh, you and my dog, they, you have so much in common. Yeah, yeah. Well. Well, now that that's out of the way, um, <laughs> what you guys really can't... Wait, I have a question for the audience. Um, (laughs) guys our social media presence what do you think good no one's gonna respond to this let us know on social media um (laughs) it sucks that's why it's hey we don't know for sure i look i have my own opinions about how we're doing but i would i would like to hear it from you guys so Mm -hmm. uh you know if you're listening to this um and if you like what's happening on social media, just comment a like a, a thumbs up emoji anywhere. <laughs> and if you hate it, don't say anything. Uh-huh. I'm sure we're gonna get many thumbs up emojis. Yeah. Why would we not? We're gonna get one and then we're gonna forget what it means. And they're gonna be like, who the fuck? <laughs> who, who who put a thumbs I up? I mean this I, is I feel like a thumbs up is like it's pretty universe how could we forget what it how what are they saying? A thumbs up, oh my god, I can't figure it out. Okay, let's... Anyway, that's a great way to segue into our film of the day. Ghost World. Your Ghost World tagline is accentuate the negative, which is what Chris (laughs) loves to do. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the part of the show where we insult and we pile on? Hmm? I mean, it's it's just me here. There's no one to pile. Yeah, what Um, do you you accentuate? (laughs) What don't I accentuate? Um, I accentuate a lot of things. You accentuate the nag. The, the mag. The, the light in the room. People have said, you know, I walk into a room, it just gets a little bit brighter. Um, we know what they say, the, the loudest, the most noticeable in the room is likely the dumbest. The likely the worst. I mean, all, all I'm hearing is that you're saying that I command a room. Yeah, you command it to be the worst room ever. Yeah. If, it, if that were so... <laughs> Accentuate the negative. All right. Enough. All right. Ghost World. Who's the director? Uh... Um, the director of... Something with a CR. Passion of Christ. The Passion of the Christ, yeah. Uh, t- Terry Christ. Zwigoff. Right. So that doesn't... I don't know what I would do with that information. Um, yeah, I mean, take a look at the poster. So it's Scarlett Johansson... Right? Is that how you say it? Johansson? Johansson. <laughs> oh, God forbid I say the J wrong. Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Is that, <laughs> if I said it with a J and there was no J, you'd be like, oh, you're so American. You you hit it with a hard J. That's because her name is Scarlett Johansson. Hey, give me a break. <laughs> anyway. Johansson. And, and the other actress is... is um, uh, <laughs> uh, Thora Birch. Thora Birch. Um... I mean, I don't, you know, obviously we don't really know what the movie's about. The poster is just like a white poster, and there's these two um, kind of standing next to each other. It's clearly a coming of age, you Like, know. girls that don't fit in, and they're trying to, kind of like a book smart, isn't that one of the, isn't that a movie that just came out that was about, like, two girls? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be like a, a, an ahead of its time book smart, but more indie. Um, look yeah. at Steve Buscemi. Uh, Steve Buscemi, I... I've got a hunch he's going to play the love interest. Yeah, he's he looks creepy in these photos. He looks very, um, it looks like, what does he wear? It looks like he's a mechanic or something. Am I wrong? 
Uh, that might just be a blue shirt. I think he just, just I think he's just wearing a blue shirt, and it's 2001. Okay. He looks older though. I feel like it's gonna be like one of the girls. He is definitely not supposed to be in high school with them. That is 100 percent sure. Here's what I'm thinking. You know, it's gonna be a kind of a sexual awakening kind of film. Whoa! <laughs> Imagine Steve Buscemi's your sexual awakening. Yeah, and these girls are really lashing out. You know, re- rebelling uh, with their bodies. Uh-huh. No, keep going. And Steve Buscemi's like the old guy who they're kind of like, or one of these girls. I bet it's I bet it's not Scarlett Johansson, but Joe Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. But it's this other girl who, by the way, I said this before, you start recording and say it again, she looks like a scrapbook if it was a person. She scares Chris. She has pale, pale skin, straight black hair, Bob, because she looks like an Oompa <clears throat> in a way. She's wearing green lipstick. She's alternative. Um, and she's wearing a purple collared shirt with just like patches all over it. Like a, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It looks like a refrigerator. That's what this looks like. I she, think it, I think she's yeah, you know like a, like awesome. that classic like white refrigerator early two thousands late nineties with like the, the magnets of like letters on it yeah. or like it'd be like family. That's what she looks like. She looks like an early two thousands refrigerator. Okay. Well, she's gonna really be crushing hard on Steve Buscemi. Yeah, and I think Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> And she's just, she seems straight-laced, much more, you know, uh, straight arrow, you know, it's more stable household. Uh, but, you know, kind of like an unlikely duo, these these friends. I think, I mean, obviously, you know, they're going to, they're going to perfectly, like, they're going to perfectly complement each other, personality-wise. Yeah, I think they, they neither of them fit in, for but for different reasons, you know? Yeah, I think they've been lifelong friends, um... I think they're both going to be, like, really smart, but I think they're just, like, the kind of girls where it's just, like, high school is pointless, and now, like, we're graduating, and... Let's go have sex with a middle-aged yeah. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Scarlett, I really can't tell what Scarlett Johansson's, like, act of rebellion is going to be. Um, I don't know. I think she's going to... I Again, I think that the refrigerator girl... <laughs> Is gonna be the one lashing out. She's gonna come on, join me. And then Scarlett Johansson's like, I don't wanna. I gotta go to church or something. I think things are. No, I don't think she's gonna go to church. That much I know. Uh, if I know anything about these kind of movies, is that they only go to church at the very end when they're having like a "my mom was right" type of moment. I think. Uh, I think, Thora Birch and Steve Buscemi. Definitely gonna take it way too far. Yeah, and Scarlett like... Johansson's gonna be like, "Hey, like maybe you <laughs> don't want to, you know, do that with like a forty-year-old man." Yeah, I feel like something weird's gonna happen, and then I think they're all gonna. I think Steve Buscemi is gonna be out of the picture by the end, or maybe he's dangerous. Maybe he's a, yeah, a little bit of a dangerous man. And and but I think they'll be safe in the end. And they're all gonna come around. Those right. two, two girls. They're gonna, they're gonna learn more about themselves and each other. Personal growth learn more about the world around them. You know, it's really all about expanding their worldview before they go to college. Yeah. We've all been yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What, yeah. So do you think Snoopy Shemi will be a good guy or bad guy or some... I think he's like, okay, looking... Look at this picture. <laughs> he looks like he hurts people. I think that he is going to... <laughs> Okay, honestly, I think she's going to lie to him about how old she is. Oh, that could be it. And then he's like, what do you mean? You're what? You're how old? Yeah. And then he... I think he... Yeah. 
he's definitely gonna be like, oh, I'm into this, but also like, I feel like you're really young, and I that oh, makes I'm me 37. nervous. Right. Um, and so I feel like he's gonna like he'll be like a little bit of a predator, but like maybe he won't t- know the whole picture. Yeah, he's like being intentionally ignorant, you know. Yeah. But like he could <laughs> dig deeper. Right. If he really tried. Right. So, like, not great. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna, like... I think he's gonna be, like, a fine person. I yeah. think he's just gonna be, like, kind of, like, a sad middle-aged man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That hasn't felt the touch So, <laughs> So the role he plays in, like, most movies. Yeah. Okay, I do... Ha- I think that he'll be in this movie more than he was in... Uh, yeah, no, no doubt. Wedding singer and Big Lebowski. So far, he's <laughs> barely played a role on any. So of far, we we really put the bar low for him in yeah. terms of screen time. A line. What's a line you think we'll say? As you drink that water. Sorry. Uh, I think he's. I think at one point he's gonna be like, "What? You just turned 18? And then hilarity will ensue. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's going to bring her over to his house, his sad little house, his little apartment. And um, he's going to like point to the kitchen and be like, it's the kitchen. What a weighted. (laughs) What do you what do you think he'll mean by that? It will mean it will mean here's my kitchen. Right. The line and nobody said the line had to have carrying weight. if the game is who who's gonna guess the line, and I'm really playing the numbers game here, statistically he's gonna. So you're okay, yeah. You're imagining just like she comes over. It's like kind of like an awkward house tour, and it's like clearly there's the kitchen, but he's gonna be like, here's the, the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah, totally. And she's like, oh cool. Oh yeah, I have one of those. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. What's yeah. the worst thing you think he's gonna do in this movie? Uh, have sex with a minor. If, we're, if what we're saying goes as best plan. Do you think she's going to be 17 or 18? I feel like they'll probably make them both 18. I mean, they're Steve like... Steve Buscemi's 18? No. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson and Thora Because he is easily 40. Yeah, obviously Steve Buscemi's going to be 18 in this movie. What if it was the other way around? He's the minor. <laughs> he's, he's actually 13 years old. Yeah. He has Benjamin Button disease. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think... I really could see it going either way where, like, he will, you know, go all the way with this little girl or he'll be like, wait a second, you're yeah, a little. I don't, I don't know what, like, the, what, like, the, like, you know, the conflict is going to be. We'll see. I mean, you know, we'll see. We've made our guesses. So yeah. I don't know. I, all right. I guess we'll. We're going to pause here. Yeah. We're going to watch. <laughs> we're going to watch this. Uh, Ghost World. Ghost World. 2001. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys should do the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we say. Watch the movie yourselves. Come back. We're going to see how close we got. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be really cool. Talk soon. Bye, everyone. All right, this is Chris. Uh, I'm halfway through the film. Uh, for, first five, ten minutes, I hated it. I thought it was really stupid. Um, but now I've kind of, kind of come around, 
to to the movie. Love Buscemi in this one. Although I have a feeling Lee is not gonna like the movie, uh, and we're gonna really, it's it's gonna get hot. It's gonna get heated, um, and there's you know voices will be raised, so we'll see. Halfway through, it's pretty good. I'm it's making me nervous. I would say I'm very nervous watching it. Um, because it's pretty clear what's going on between Seymour and Enid. And I think Enid is actually going to be the one to push it too far. And yeah, I want more from Scarlett Johansson's character. She's like a little bit boring so far. So kind of hope, hope things turn around for her. But yeah... All in all, I'm nervous. Alright. Hey, we're we're back. We're back, we've seen it. We've just watched the movie. I finished it today, this morning. I've, I've seen, I've been finished for hours. Um, alright. So, uh, how close we got? Oh, I think just, real quick. Let's say Did you like, did you like the movie or not? Um, like, it was fine. I'm very lukewarm All about right. it. I, um, I, at first I hated it, and then I really liked it, and then I went back to really hating it again by the end. In fact, it, I was so annoyed at the end of the film, I wanted to scream. Oh, did you? No. Oh. The ending was so dumb, and we'll get there. <laughs> we will get there. First, what were our guesses? Um... We guessed that obviously there was going to be a love affair between Steve Buscemi and the scrapbook, no refrigerator girl. That's refrigerator what I, that's girl. What I call her, her name is Enid. Enid. So have some respect. Bob cut, black hair. <laughs> um. Anyway, and, and, but we also guessed that I think we kind of came to some agreement, which was that, um, you know, she would be in a relationship with Steve Buscemi, sexual. <laughs> you know of the sexual variety yeah and and they would they would uh you know make love as they say and uh but then she would reveal after that she was underage and then right. he'd be all mad and then things would continue from there and that wasn't quite right the case or another guess that we had i think was like he would be a would, predator they he would be a predator but he wouldn't necessarily go all the way um yeah so i wish that's what it was about that would have been more interesting yeah all right so basically what happens is Enid and ScarJo. I don't, I don't even remember what her character is. No. Um, which was another really disappointing thing about the movie is that Scarlett Johansson, like, nothing, she, like, nothing really. No character development. Yeah. Nothing happens with it. Well, a little bit. We'll, we'll, we'll sh- e- Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca, that's right. Okay, so Enid and Such Rebecca. Such a Rebecca. They're the best of friends. Um, they... Graduate, uh, just graduated high school. Well, Enid technically doesn't. She, at the last minute, they, they hand her her diploma, but it's really a psych out piece of paper that says you actually (laughs) have have to go to to summer school. If you want to graduate. Yeah. And she does. And she does. It's an art class with Um, a wacky performance art teacher. But basically these two are like, and more so Enid than Scarlett Johansson's character. They're just kind of like, oh, I hate everybody. Everybody sucks. I'm so punk. Yeah. Um, which annoyed me. I do not. I do not like Enid. I did not like her. She annoyed me. Um, and the one, the only thing that saved it was that 
other characters in the film pointed out at how hard she tried to be cool. So like, okay, the movie's self-aware. But boy, did she piss me off. Right. The boots. Those boots. (laughs) She wore the, you know... the, you know, people were Doc Martens. I don't clompers. know. If, I don't know. If they were real clompers. I don't even know how the hell she got around with just the most massive boots <laughs> I've seen in my entire bones. life. Um. Right. Well, I wasn't so off put by her, her wardrobe. Her wardrobe as she, viscerally as she you were. dressed like Cirque du Soleil. I don't even know what it was. Uh-huh. I did not care for. It. Um. <laughs> right. I wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't that invested in what she was wearing. That's all I could look at, I'm sorry, was was these shirts with skirts from, you know, the other side of the world. Uh-huh. Um, what bothered <laughs> me the most about her was that she was just very, like, woe is me, like, yeah. I'm going to hate everything, and my For life no good sucks. Reason. But then she, like, didn't do anything about it. I yeah. mean, other than... Yeah, so anyways... Basically, how they meet Steve Buscemi is that there's this, um, Steve Buscemi's character puts an ad in the paper where it's like, I saw... A misconnection, if you will. Yeah, a misconnection in the paper is like, I saw this girl, I, you know, I want to meet you. If you're this person, give me a call. And they, Scarlett Johansson... They prank him. They prank him, they set him up, and then like they watch him from a distance as he is trying to meet this woman at the diner, and she doesn't show up, and now he's all sad. And then they follow him home, because, uh, you know, why... They're, they're little freaks. Yeah, they're, you know, they're little punks. And, you know, they get to talking to him because he, they bump into him. One thing leads to another, essentially. Enid, Enid becomes he, obsessed yeah, with she him. She befriends him and then becomes obsessed with him and is trying to help him, like, get a girlfriend and a wife because he's a really sad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sibu like, a sad loner, has, you know, trouble meeting women, has this, like, extensive record collection. He's, like, obsessed with records. Mm-hmm. And all of his friends are, like, record heads as well. Yeah. And they all just get together and talk records. And it's clear that Enid's, like, going for the whole, like, oh, like, I'm in a rom-com and he's gonna be my best friend that I'm gonna, like, pretend to help him get a girlfriend, but really he's gonna fall in love with me the whole time. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, doesn't really work out exactly how she wants it to. Yeah. Also, she's just like, the whole movie, she's like, oh, I hate normal guys. They're so, so abundant. I need to, <laughs> I need to. They're swimming everywhere. Uh, I need to go for a 40-year-old man. Yeah. Um, and so she does. And basically, also, while this is happening, Rebecca is like. Getting her act together. She gets she's job. like getting her job because they have plans to like get an apartment together. Yeah. And she, like, has a job, and she's like, Enid, like, it's weird how much you hang out with Seymour. Yeah, his name is Seymour. Seymour. Which really takes it over the edge. Which, which like, I, it shouldn't have been Seymour. But it's kind of the only thing it could have been. No, it's like the people writing the movie were like, hmm, what's the name of someone who's kind of a dork? What's the name of someone Seymour? who you would never want to have sex with? Yeah. Seymour. Yeah, what's the name of a, yeah, a very unfuckable man or, like, a mathematician uh-huh. In like old England. Right. Seymour. Mm-hmm. And so his <laughs> name is Seymour. And that basically Seymour like causes causes a rift in Rebecca and Enid's friendship, but Enid does nothing to mend it. So it's yeah. kind of on her. And not only that, um, so like Steve Buscemi ends up getting a girlfriend. Her name is Dana. She's actually the girl that wrote the misconnection in the paper. Yes, yes, yes. And they get together. And then Steve Buscemi's in this relationship with her. Not totally happy. She's definitely not the one for him. But listen, he's got a girl. You know, he should be counting yeah, his blessings. Yeah, and also, like for, like, for any girl to, like, go after, like, Seymour, like, 
Steve Buscemi is like... He doesn't have it going on. We'll right. Say. He wears he, only he brown jeans. He lucks out with Dana. Yeah. Anyways, um, through a point in the plot, which we're not going to describe, uh, Enid gets Steve Buscemi fired from his job. And oh, yeah. I totally forgot <laughs> about that part. That was bad. Yeah. When she did that. You'll have to watch you, that one. Watch the movie, which I know you did. Um, <laughs> we know you all did. Enid essentially, Seymour tells Enid, uh, he lends her something. He says, you can't show this to anybody because my work will get me in trouble. And of course, Enid doesn't listen because she doesn't listen to anybody. And she displays it at her summer school art, art class thing. Yeah, this was show. her final project. Um, and, and it's like it, horribly offensive. Yeah, yeah. The thing was the, the thing was horribly offensive. And it gets in the newspaper, and as a result, his work fires him. And then she uh, fucks Steve Buscemi. They fuck each other. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> oh. I mean, they, they, she. I think they made love. They didn't. They they made love. Yeah, I would. I would. It was put it more tender. Gently. It was tender and gentle. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Enid is like sad. <laughs> now they were dogging each other. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, Enid was sad, and then she went over to Seymour's house and was like. She got really drunk, which was like uncomfortable. Yeah, and then he's always giving her alcohol. I'm thinking about now. He doesn't know how to. He doesn't he ever can't say, say no. no. He can't say yeah. no. Um, and he basically <laughs> <laughs> that is my roommate walking <laughs> up the stairs. Um, yeah. So she like lures him into bed and is like, "How come? Like when we were trying to like get you a girlfriend, like." How you come never I was, yeah, yeah, I was never an option. And then... and oh, Okay, so this is something I thought about when I was watching the movie that I wanted to say here, which is that she said, why did you never ask me out? And I thought he was going to say, because you're a child. Because you're a little girl. But instead he said, because you're too good looking for me. And I was like, right. no. <laughs> which really just like, oh. I mean, like, yeah, like the movie was made in 2001. Like, technically, like, yeah, she's 18, but like, so weird. Well, it's just so like, strange. Yeah, it's like not, not okay. <laughs> it's just like classic like fetishization of like little girls. But I don't think he. I think she was. I mean, yeah, it I feel like he was, was never like, being pre- like he wasn't like aggressively pursuing her until she was aggressively pursuing him. It was weird. It, weird on right. just in general, just a. But strange... then it shifted because once they did sleep together, he really wanted his... to move in with her. Yeah, with him together. His bonding hormones were like come back to me little girl yeah which and then she was just like no like i don't want this anymore um which like makes sense yeah yeah bit. yeah uh, it, it was never we weren't sh- it was never explained why she decided not to really live with them anymore but i mean i would like i like you can see it Right after they sleep together, that she's like, "This, this was, was weird. <laughs> what did what have I done?" And I think I feel like that was kind of the moment for her where she like realized, like, "Oh, like my life is going nowhere, and I have spent so much time being obsessed with Seymour." Yeah, and like so basically, how it ends. Um, this uh, irritated me. Also. This irritated yeah. So Steve Buscemi is out of a job now. He has no girlfriend, and so he has to go. He starts going to therapy and lives with lives with his mother again. Yeah. And then what does Eden do? She leaves town. She just disappears. The ending shot is her getting on a bus and just leaving town, and that's it. Yeah. And then it ends, and I don't even know what we're supposed to take away from that. And the thing too that pissed me off is that she has a father who's very loving. 
and very mm-hmm. caring. Who, who is that actor? Do we know who he is? I don't know, but he was he um, was in Grand Budapest. Yes, yeah, yeah I noticed that. Um, uh, oh, oh, Bob Bob Balaban. Bob Balaban. If you look him up, you'll know that face. Um, he kind of looks like Rick Moranis a little. Um, anyways, uh, he kind of looks like Gollum. If if you combine Gollum and Rick Moranis, you get Bob B- Balaban. Right. Yeah. Anyways, he's her father, and he's a loving father, very loving. Yeah. And like, uh, she, uh, Ina's all pissed off because her father is getting back with his old uh, girlfriend or something like that, who's a very normal, nice lady. And he's yeah. her father's happy, and she's all being whiny baby about it, like, oh, I hate my new stepmom or whatever. She's just full of angst, but like, it's all undeserved, unfounded, unfounded, unfounded. Nice dad, you know, good friend. What's the problem, Enid? What gives? Huh? Yeah, it's also just like, okay, like, if you're so angsty about, like, your dad's new girlfriend, like, your best friend is literally, like, let's move into an apartment together. Like, yeah. that's the clear option of, like, where to go. Yeah. But no, she just leaves. It was kind of low-key, star-studded cast. Scarlett yeah, Johansson, really. Buscemi, David Cross, John Malkovich is in this movie? When? <laughs> when? I don't You're kidding. know. You're kidding me. When was he? Ghost in this? World. John Thora Birch. Malkovich. Thora Birch. Um, uh, oh, who's the guy who played Debbie uh, Derry Barry? Who, who played Steve Buscemi's roommate? What's that actor's name? Very recognizable. Oh. Uh, okay, I don't think he was in this movie. I mean, he That was I, a mistake on Google's behalf. John Malkovich, correction, not in this film. Or if he was, it was like really. A fleeting moment. Yeah, great cast, though. David Cross's um, part was funny. But anyways, so yeah, Steve Buscemi, it's just like as sad as a man can be. Like this was his kind of role, you know? Yeah. It's nice that we finally are watching a movie that he was in more than 15 minutes of. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of interesting. Lauren Bowles? Bowles? (laughs) (laughs) That's an unfortunate name. I think it's Bowles. (laughs) Tom McGowan, this guy. Yeah. Tom McGowan, look up Tom McGowan. I know that's what you feel like doing right <laughs> look now. It, look him up right and you now. Know that face. All right. Time to play a game. Game time. Game, <laughs> game time. time. We love game, game time. time. That's our new theme song. What do you guys think for game time? Uh huh. Um, um, so. What was it? Uh, question for you all. What do you think <laughs> it was like? The sex. This the game is how do we think Steve Buscemi one would prepare an evening for a uh, night of love making, mm-hmm. even though knowing what that be in like? this situation he didn't prepare, and it being someone his age, yeah, <laughs> like say let's take Dana at least twenty five, at least yeah, because he's what he's got he's like forty in this movie I put him at forty yeah like late thirties forty okay. Um, you go first. Okay. Well, I would imagine he he would pick the music very specifically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he would kind of focus on that for most of the evening, and then be like a little upset when you don't know who that who the what artist, obscure yeah. artist he's playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would imagine it's like a, I don't think he's a chef by any means. I think that it would be kind of like a TV dinner. Yeah. Sort of situation. Um, and, like food that you just have to like, like it comes out of the microwave and you have to unwrap it. People then. know what that is, yeah. I'm just painting a picture. 
Uh, and... and then you get a fork and you and you put a little bit of food on the fork, not all of it at once because that would be ridiculous. And right. Then you put it in your mouth and you chew it and swallow it. Yeah. Proceed. Yeah. So I'm glad we, we've got that cleared up. Um, I would imagine that it would either be, you know, when it when it gets time to time for business. I could see him either being like all lights on or all lights <laughs> off. <laughs> like either see everything or see absolutely nothing. Um, I when it's my turn, I have something to speak on about that. Okay. Um, I imagine the actual act <laughs> being very clammy. I think he's just a clammy man. Um, Disagree. I think... Disagree. <laughs> okay, well, you'll get there. Um, and I I would imagine that he's a very gentle lover. I wouldn't say he's a generous one. <laughs> but I wouldn't say he's a selfish he give, one. He, he receives. He right. does not give. <laughs> and I think he he's kind of like a... I actually disagree on that as well, but continue. I think he just, like, his... He wants to be over with he has it. An, she has an agenda. Right. Right. Uh, and then <laughs> that, that's it. Don't we all? Anyways, okay. <laughs> <laughs> here's what I think we'll do. Of course, like you said, music will certainly be a part of it. Um, what he'll do is he'll get two chairs and they'll face each other. And you just got to look at each other weird while music plays. Really? And like an like an intimacy exercise? No, no, no. He it's really like him watching you, you being the person he's gonna have sex. Not you having, <laughs> him watching her. Yeah. Or him, him watching the person. Right. And he's like watching you to see your reaction to the music he likes. And so that's the uh, first part. And yeah. then I feel like, you know, like the dinner, will consist of like. I imagine peas at dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like celery. Yeah, like some way, like off-putting vegetable that like only a first grader should have. Yeah. Um, you know, like mashed potatoes. Like, or, or like he'll make like a leftover, like a Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. Uh-huh. And you're like, Steve, it's the summer. <laughs> it's July. It's July. How old is this? Yeah. And he'll be like, oh, it's in the freezer. It's fine for you. Yeah. And then years. in terms of the lovemaking, um, lights on. Lights on. He needs okay. to see, because he wants... Otherwise, he'll be very confused. He needs... Yeah, I mean, he needs to be able to make sure he executes it properly. Right. Um, he will be fully clothed. Okay. And what he will do is he will, you know... Uh, I don't... I imagine women's underwear doesn't have this, but men's underwear has a little... And I don't know a single man who uses this, but every men's underwear has a little teeny, teeny little tunnel in the front where you can, uh, you know... Could slip it out. I've never once used it. I don't know who uses it. I suppose it's there for if you want to pee, you can snake, <laughs> snake your dick out, mm-hmm. and then you pee. I'm pretty sure at me and every single guy I know, you just pull it down a little. So um, he'll snake it through there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to use vivid language. Mm-hmm. He'll snake it through the tunnel. And then, of course, in his pants, he will be wearing pleated khakis. Right. He will be. And, of course, there's a zipper in the front. Right. So we'll put it through there. Okay. And then, and then, you know, the level of making will occur. Um, uh, you know, there may be a sheet between them. <laughs> there could be a sheet between them. Um, and, 
you know, it'll be clinical, not clammy. Okay. Uh, like sterile. Sterile. Okay. Sterile. Right. What, when you, if you were to take a picture of the room when the lovemaking began, and then you took a picture when it ended, there no, would be difference. no difference. Right. No difference. Okay. Um, and I don't think it would occur on a bed. I feel like you could have a separate, like, almost like, you know how you go to a doctor's office where there's like that kind of like thing with like the wax paper on top, like the bench? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll be done on wax paper. Because what he has is he has the roll at the end, so when he's done, he, right. he rips it off and extends a new but roll. But I can't imagine him... I can't imagine him thinking of any possible other location other than a bed. No. Unless he just had it's, the, it's, it's the, sex the bench. doctor's office bench. It's the bench. sex bench. But do you think, like, he would, he would be, <laughs> he would, he would go to the trouble of having, having a sex bench? A man like him? Why wouldn't he? A million reasons why a man like well, him. that's what I that's what I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, he yeah. Uses the sex bench, wax paper. It's crinkly. This is what you hear. You don't hear sex noises. You hear is... right. Um, <clears throat> right. So that's what I would think would happen. Okay. All right. Almost done here. Yeah, I'm glad we both we both painted such vivid pictures. Mm-hmm. Favorite line from the movie. You know, you should go first, because I'm still thinking. Okay, there's a line, and I don't remember what the line is. I'll find it, and I'll, I'll put it in. Um, but there's a line um, where the one character says something really weird, and and there's just, like, <laughs> this pause, as if for the movie, the editor was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes back to the conversation. And I remember watching it and be like, what was that? So I'm going to find that. and, and Where? Put... Like, who? It was when they were sitting at, at the table, uh, close in the first part of the film. Scarlett Johansson and Edith. I'm going to put it in. They'll hear it. Okay. I'll send it to you. Oops, I should go. <laughs> Bye, you guys. Call me. black now okay okay you heard that now neither of us know right now what that was no but i'm sure uh it was great um what about you okay i remember really enjoying the the commencement speech at the very beginning <laughs> also their graduation was like sponsored by like name brands was it yeah like the graduation the that. graduation banner outside of their uh, high school was like congratulations like class of like 2000 or 2001 or whatever and then it was just like sponsored by like Tropicana and like <laughs> two other brands and that I really liked that's so funny I did not see that at all mm-hmm. oh another thing too um, is that when, when they graduated all the kids ran out of the school they threw their caps in the air oh. what they did is they did is they ran out of the school. They gave the school the middle finger. They uh-huh. they turned to the school and they flipped it off. It was like really like awkwardly done. The too. dialogue was. I feel like Scarlett Johansson did a pretty good job because she's like a good actress. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I don't think Steve Buscemi was great because he's a, you know he is who he is. Because he's Steve. But uh, uh, Thor Birch didn't get it done for me. Did not get it done. I think she was a good actress. I think I just hated her character. I think there was a poorly written film. Like, the dialogue sucked. In okay. certain areas. Um, anyways. 
those are our thoughts. Those are our thoughts. Um, if you didn't watch the movie, which I'd be surprised if you didn't. Yeah. Because uh, like we said, you watch it at the halfway point. Yeah. Uh, I know what, who's been listening. Would I recommend it? Um, eh. It's it, like fine. It's fine. It's very If fun. you like early 2000s vibes, late 90s vibes, you get that. That's like alternative and like really moody. Yeah. So then you get that. But, you know, there's that. That's Ghost World. 2001. Yeah. Okay. Um, am I boring you? No. Sorry. Sorry. Then what was that yawn? What was that for? Uh, just like... Are very, few, very, few, very few yawns of excitement that I... I've never, I never like... Said something awesome, and then someone was like, "Oh, it was great." Well, bittersweet ending. Bittersweet ending today. (laughs) We've come to the end of the show today. Um, Well, we hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening. uh, Yeah, what are we on? Uh, What are we on? Episode three. This was four. (laughs) This was four. This was three. You're, you're right. (laughs) Yumi Bishemi on social media, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, that's it. That is it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, every other Friday, um, you know, it. You know, like it. I guess. I mean, I, I always forget. You like it or something, or you, you follow it. Save it. You can save on it on Spotify if you are really. You can share that. it as well. You can I share. Think. Yeah, share it with your friends. You, put it. Make a post. It. Put it. Put it in your you in your church. Share on Spotify gives you a bunch of options. Yeah. Pick you one. Could, social media, a link, uh, a text message. You can send it to anyone you want mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so do that and we'll know we'll know if you didn't yeah word word travels fast around here all right well um that's see it see you next episode and see you, you in guys. two fridays bye-bye Bye. Bye.